ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, host of Here's Where It Gets Interesting. And we've been working hard on a new documentary series called Resilience that explores the incarceration of Japanese Americans in the United States during World War II. So join me as I talk with experts and share firsthand accounts that detail the resilience shown by 120,000 Japanese Americans who endured wartime imprisonment right here in America. And on October 24th, we'll conclude our series with a special episode. Actor George Takei sits down with me to talk about his family's experience behind the barbed wire fences of an incarceration camp. Don't miss it because here's where it gets interesting. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello ladies, gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi Dylan. Hi Alex. I'm currently playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, my apologies. I went to a deathmatch show this past weekend. It was very, very fun. Um, Akira was there and he's probably my favorite that I got to see. Uh, Akira? Said... Yeah, Akira. Akira. Oh, like... is... is... Is he the dude that Moxley uh, wore a shirt? Yes, 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 yes. Ah, uh, solid. Okay. He's really good. Uh, he he hit a capo kick and legit, I popped harder than like anything else ever. He hit a capo oh, kick yeah. with the tubes. I was so excited, bro. Fucking love the capo kick. Shout me to Shigeo. All right. <laughs> did did you have a good time at this uh this deathmatch show? I did. Um, I brought my friend also named Alex. He does not watch wrestling, but uh, he he really enjoyed it as well. It was a really good time overall. Um, Schlack was very confusing to him as a human being, and I was like, "Yeah, that's 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 most people's reaction. Yeah. That, that makes <laughs> <Yeah>. sense." Um, <laughs> and I had to tell him the lore of Schlack, and he's like, "Oh, that oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that." <laughs> so yeah, that that's it was it was a good time though. It was a good time. Shout out here one time. Fun, fun times. I've been. I, I I hope to knock a uh, death match show off my bucket list someday. I've never gone. Um, I know that this is my first time going to a deathmatch show, yeah. and I'm a big deathmatch guy. As yeah. my love for 
Tournament of Death has probably told many. Of course, yeah. I can take them or leave them, but, you know, I think going to one would probably be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to do it, because, like, there's not many deathmatch companies over here, as you might imagine. Um, you know, yeah. TNT does a few I was going to say, and... there's that one, but, like... <laughs> yeah, but I'd have to travel to England for that, and then I'd have to, you know, deal with all that stuff, so... Yeah, is it worth it being among the bruvs just to see some death tubes? You know, death this tubes. is gonna sound weird. I I have always kind of liked England as as a tourist. Yeah, I just feel like the vibes are kind of good. Um, they also have lots of nice places to eat food and stuff. So I I, I kind of enjoy being a tourist in England. So this computer Diddy Kong's actually beating ass. I'm gonna pause this. I'm gonna pause this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Well, that's enough. Uh, whatever you want to call that. Uh, on to Stardom. Uh, yep. Stardom had a press conference yesterday to announce a full card for New Blood 1. Um, we will do a full in-depth preview of New Blood 1 next week. Uh, yep. Just to run down the card and what was announced. Uh, in the opener, Momokogo will take on Sayaka from Gato Move. Uh, not to be confused with Sayaka Obihiro, who's a veteran. Uh, Sayaka is one of the 2019 trainees. Um, I've been told she's fairly decent, fairly solid. Uh, she kind of likes to do cosplay and stuff outside of the yeah. ring. So she works at a Sayaka. at Pile Driver Harajuku too. So she works. Oh, at nice. Suzuki. Like she's, she's cool. friends with Suzuki. Yeah. Um, I I don't, I don't know if I ever mentioned this. I'm a big Chie Koshikawa fan. Um, mm-hmm. and that was the same class. Unfortunately, I think Chie uh because she wrestled for like the full year of COVID and Sayaka took time off. I don't know if she counts as a rookie, even though she kind of She is still. injured. Fuck. When did she get in? Oh yeah. Her hand, her hand. I, I knew yeah. about that. I forgot. That's sad. I love, I, I love would Chie. say hopefully, hopefully she shows up on one of these shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd imagine most of the, the crew will now that their, uh, the first crossover has happened. Um, I mean, they were on the biggest show of the year last year. Let's not forget that. That's true. That is true. I'm not sure who else you would send, though. Maybe Kirahara or um, obviously Chie. But, I mean, Lulu Pencil hasn't wrestled in a long time. Um, Isruga obviously probably isn't allowed since she does TJPW. Plus, she's she's a bit more, like, she's a bit older. Not older, but just, like, in terms of she's been wrestling for at least four years, I think. Yeah. And and obviously, Yunamon is the same. She's she's been wrestling for four years. So, kind of. So yeah, it'd be maybe Kirahara, maybe um, Chie, but uh, I don't know who I else. I forgot how many people left. Like, like I mean, mm-hmm. like Rinrin and and uh, and I can't remember. Her it's name, mainly Rinrin loves her. and uh, Lulu not wrestling kind of hurt them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's 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 been rough for the Joshi side of Got to Move lately, uh, without yes. a lot of their people around that is true um that's enough about that one uh on to the next match it is the cosmic angels team of nagisaka and waka Skyama versus the marvelous team of maria and ai hozan um this was already announced after the first press conference so they just did a, a bit of a promo here to to trash talk uh maria is a great promo um mm-hmm. i don't know if marvelous understands what they have in her but like she she should be given a mic and a heel turn yesterday to to do something with um, no evil laughs only no TikToks. evil laughs no all right um her tiktoks are great actually 
one of the best TikToks in the biz. I've, I haven't seen him, so I, I don't. I don't. I mention this I every know. time that she's she's on Stardom. Yes. Great TikToks. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, the next match was also announced. Uh, this is Sai Kamatanya, Lady C versus Mirai and Mai Sakurai. They just did a bit of talking there. Um, and then we got into one of the juicier matches. Uh, the Stars team of Hanan and the returning Saya Ida takes the on... The juiciest the... match, bro. Yes. Uh, they take on the Just Tap Out team of Tomoka, Inaba, and Aoi. So, um, this is this is the show stealer for me. The this coolest is great. match. <laughs> yeah. The coolest I mean... wrestling match ever. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, I remember when New Blood 1 was first announced, and I was like, oh yeah, maybe Ida will have her comeback match on it. And then they just did it. These crazy bitches did it. So um, She's been working real hard. Like, I mean, I, yeah. obviously I'm a big Ida fan, but I've been seeing her like Instagram story. She is working out legit, it feels like, two times a day. Um, just you see her much... legs? You see yeah, her thighs? Like she's, she's insane. Tree trunk legs over here. She, she has been she's been killing it. Uh, I'm so happy that she's back. Um, obviously, if you guys haven't been around for long enough, Saida is one of my favorite wrestlers, just like, period, in stardom nowadays. I, I've always been a big fan of her since her Jungle Assault Nation days. So excited that she's back. And not only that, but the, the Just Tap Out team is also incredible. Yes. One of the, the best rookies in the world right now, AOE. Um, and also Inaba, who just won the Sendai Girls Junior Championships. So this is a, Indeed. you know, even though Sendai isn't personally working with Stardom, um, this is a pretty huge, you know, champion versus champion match between the uh, Stardom future champion and the Sendai Girls Junior Champion, which are basically the same thing. So, you know, this is a pretty monumental match just overall, um, mm-hmm. not to mention how good Inaba is in general. I'm really excited for this one specifically. I think this will steal the show um, overall. Really, really good stuff. Yeah, and Ida, I think the the coolest thing about Ida is that she's completely different. Um, not in just, not obviously she hasn't, she doesn't look different, but her her whole energy is different. She was really confident here. She was really just in her element, really cool. Um, and it feels like she's she's a very different person almost to to the one that we saw last time. I wonder if that's going to be more her thing going forward. Is this more? She has a bit more of this edge to her because um, this definitely isn't underdog gorilla Ida. This is gang leader Ida. <laughs> you know, she was. I think her her injury timing was terrible mm. because I think we were starting to see that with her future title run. Because she was like, okay, I need to defend Mayu and Kid. Because everybody's leaving us. Everybody's, you know, beating the shit out of us. I feel the need to protect these people who, you know, brought me up, so to speak. And then she got injured, and then it all crumbled from the inside. Uh, And, you know, like, from a storytelling perspective, it also doesn't really fit well. Because Ida was supposed to be way more important in that whole kid leaving thing and all that stuff. And she just wasn't able to. I think we will have seen more of this had she not gotten injured, but with her getting injured, it's a very stark contrast, and it's really interesting to me. Um, I think that she'll do great as like the uh, the strong heart of stars, so to speak. Um, not the not the Shima of stars, but the, you know, <laughs> just the the uh, one who's like the straight man. She's always been the straight man of stars. Like that's always sort of been her her role, and I think now she can really live up to that and be like the bruiser. And I'm really excited to see what she can do uh, post injury. Definitely, um, and yeah, across from them is uh, is Aoi, who 
is a really interesting pro wrestler. Like she's tall. Yeah. She's got a really eye-catching energy. She's got a really cool look. Um, when she wrestles, she really incorporates her background, and I think it's break dancing. Like she not only looks like a break dancer or a street dancer, but she dances as part of her entrance. Um, and she's just a really charismatic performer overall. Uh, in the ring, from whatever I've seen, uh, she is still quite limited. She's very much a technician. Like she focuses on a body part and she goes for it. And that's her thing. Um, so that's kind of the weaker side of Aoi. But her charisma and just everything else about her more than makes up for that. Um, and then you obviously have her with Inaba, who is, is an absolute workhorse. Uh, Inaba is... Uh, I guess she's a she's a technician who's also a striker. Like she will kick the crap out of anybody, and her kicks her kicks sound fantastic. Her kicks are really loud. Uh, she kicks people in the head for fun, um, but she also has a technical side to her that she will grind somebody down with submissions. Um, as as you said, she won the Sendai Junior Belt there just a couple of days ago off of uh, Eureka Oka. And they had a couple of good matches this month. They wrestled three times in in February because why not? Um, so yeah, she's and I was somebody actually, who I was previewing one of the first ones, and I was like, "Is this for the belt, or are they just doing this again?" Just for did fun? it, yeah. <laughs> and they just they just did it a couple times, and then yeah. they had the belt match. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're looking to see some of Inaba, she um, Standout Girls has been uploading a lot of matches to YouTube recently, so you can check her out. Um, she had one with Chihiro Hashimoto in January that I think really shows a lot of her strengths. Uh, pick up where you left off, I'd say. Oh yeah, how do they how do they do the wins and losses thing? Because Joshi Wrestling is kind of known for you know when they work together, they're always very uh, stingy. Uh, outside of like very specific cases, you know they're, they're kind of stingy about it. So how do they? How do they have effective matches without just having stardom win every single match? Um, well, because like I think like maybe marvelous over stardom, like I could see that the the marvelous yeah. goes in, but I don't know. Like stardom how they, how will probably win. Stardom will probably beat Diana. That much is definitely yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely, they will likely beat JTO. Yeah. But I could see them losing to Gato Move and and Marvelous, which is is an off thing. I don't know if Sayaka beats beats. Well, actually, no. Sayaka's been in the game for a minute. Yeah, and the thing is, Momokogo is still doing the whole proving herself to the Sensei thing. So I don't really think you need to push her until that's over. Um, yeah, so she can lose here. That's also a point of contention: is who's the Sensei? Because you know. nobody knows. Actually, um, yeah, you know. Um. So yeah, that's Nanami. She's pretty decent. Um, so that'll be a fun match, uh, if if nothing spectacular. And then the main event of the New Blood One show is Utami Hayashishta versus Miyu Amasaki. Uh, so Miyu Matsuda got her wrestling name, and she is going to be Miyu Matsu or Miyu Amasaki. And uh, she's main eventing this show against Utami. Uh, Utami was in a suit here for this press conference, and once again stranglehold this woman has on twitter is something to behold <laughs> it's amazing I, yeah every single time all, all i saw was just if i speak ex- man. yeah I speak. it was it's fantastic because i tweeted about it i was like oh no tammy is in a suit <laughs> twitter is gonna be in ruins and uh 
it, they proved me right. So she's so cool. She is. She's great. Um, I love Utami. Um, you do seem to be really behind Miyu Amasaki. I don't know if you saw it. Rossi put out a tweet where he was like, "Oh, she's got a lot of followers in, in a really short amount of time. I think everybody really likes her. I really want her to lead this new era." And I'm like, "Oh my god, he's this I, crazy I, dude is going to do it again." I disagree. I think that I think that he's putting over the one talent that they have trained in the past three years I, as much I as he don't can. Know. They didn't I don't, give I don't think it's like this a, treatment. Yeah, but Lady C was a very specific case. Like I like Lady C was like a transition baby. You know what I mean? No. Like it Like oh we talked about this last week, didn't we? Where it was um where Lady C was like she was training in the dojo every week for like a year. Oh like, well, yeah, but the, I mean and like she was like, their I mean first that she wasn't for a bit as well. But it didn't come from stardom idols. When did when did when did Lacey come like how long ago was that now? Two Over years a ago, year. Yeah. Like almost two years at this point. Um maybe not almost two years, but you get what I mean. actually yeah, almost two years now. So like I, I get that it's like, okay, this is the new generation of Stardom Grown talent. This is the new one. This is you know, let's see how this goes. I think I think that she I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see. I don't think that she's gonna get like the Utami push or anything crazy like that. But I do think she's going to get a faction way quicker than Lacey did. So that's yes. and they've already got a prime slot to move her into, yeah. which we will talk about later. Um Beat so yeah, shit suppose... out of that Diddy Kong. Sorry. Yeah, this is great. We're getting a, a show and you're narrating your uh No, I'm done. I'm done. I was, I was, I just felt I just felt uh I felt bad not winning you know okay. and just like leaving it so i, I wanted to, i wanted to win I'll turn, Fair enough. I'll turn off the switch now i'll turn off the switch okay all right cool cool so um that's enough about new blood one as i said we'll do a full preview later on and talk about it a bit more um with that though we are on to the uh review section of the podcast we have two shows to review uh to be honest again these were two very much uh foot off the gas shows from stardom there wasn't a lot happening. The matches weren't amazing. How much did you watch so, the second show? Uh, I will talk about that in a bit. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of we're gonna run through this. We're obviously gonna talk about the matches and what we thought of them. This won't be an in-depth thing, just because these shows, in the grand scheme, really won't matter. Aside from the odd promo he- here and there, but even then, they didn't do pre-match promos, so there's not even anything for us to dig into in that regard. Um, so there's no point in spending an hour dissecting two house shows, really. So we're just going to run through them anyway. Um, so yeah, the first the show, first was, show f- was bad. I'll yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is on February 26th. Uh, this is in Himeji. Himeji? Yes. Himeji, I think. Himeji? Yes. Um, this is 262 fans, which is a decent number. Um, <laughs> the opener, when I tell you... The dread I felt clicking onto this opener. <laughs> it's Mina Shirakawa versus so Rina. I remember just being so like, weird. "This is gonna, this is gonna be something." <laughs> I was like, "I don't think I'm ready for this." Um, honestly, it was it was kind of solid. Uh, I don't Mina know where won. they got the heat from. It's like either. at one point they just looked at each other and started slapping each other. I was like, wh- "Where did this? Why is okay? I'm yeah. I'm cool with that." And then mm-hmm. Mina won with the Impaler. So yeah, 
Yeah, so Mina won in just over eight minutes. Uh, they did a lot of solid heal heat stuff, and then Mina would just hit Rina really hard on her comebacks. And I was like, all right, you know, I don't think you need to do this to the child. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was solid. I, I went in expecting the worst, and then they delivered an okay match. You could tell they're really trying to elevate Rena right now, which is a lot mm-hmm. for a fifteen-year-old, but it's it's something. Definitely. Um, so our next match, uh, you won't believe this. The second match was shorter than the opener, and this match was Mirai and Natsupoi versus Koguma and Hanan. We had Mina yeah. Shirakawa and Rena wrestle for longer than these four. <laughs> and this match uh... was again pretty solid. I thought Hanan showed out as well yeah uh similarly to her sister um otherwise it was pretty just you know formulaic but i i did mm-hmm. think that uh hanan like she kept up with the other wrestlers very very well yeah and you know she was trying hard and she did well and not to play one with the backlash nothing much else to say but it was yes decent. so not to play one in about seven and a half minutes and really the main Takeaway from this is that Natsupoi and Mariah are great together. Um, yes. Their entrance was really fun. The Mariah went to the wrong corner, and Natsupoi was like, "It's it's this one. Get over here." Mariah was Get insistent. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "We are in the red corner." It's like Natsupoi's yeah. like, "No, we aren't." Ref, and then Ref's like, "Yeah, you guys aren't. I'm sorry." Yeah. And then Mariah's like, "Oh fuck, that's my and, bad." And that was after Mariah had, had carried Natsupoi for a bit. They are yes. they are the ultimate big person, little person duo. Um, you know, I don't know if Mariah is that much taller than Natsupoi, but they definitely made it seem like it. The thing is, is that it's like this DDM split. They're 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 waiting on it enough to where it's gonna make me sad because like Tekla and Micah have incredible chemistry. Like just looking at like their their tweets and their Instagram stories, they are like the cutest homies of all time. Like they just like I don't know why they just are so like cool together, and they're just gonna rip everything apart. And I'm I'm not I'm. I'm savoring all this because it's it's really well done. Let's not talk about Maida. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, hopefully we see more of Natsupoi and Mirai teaming up. They did a lot of cool yeah. moves. Um, they did one that I, I tried to describe on Twitter where Mirai did one of her death suplexes and held the bridge. And then Natsupoi used Mirai's uh, bridge to double foot stomp the person who just got suplexed. And I was like, and this then is Mirai cool. sold. Mirai sold yes. it, and I was like, thank you! Thank you for selling a move you should sell, even though it was your teammate. I appreciate that. That was a good spot. It was, it was. They had some fun moves. Hopefully we see more of them together in the future. Um, the next match was Himeka, Micah, and Siri of Don and Del Mondo defeating Wakasukiyama, Unagisaka, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Um, this one was alright, I guess. What I came away from this thinking is that I genuinely do not think people appreciate Waka enough because she does all these little things that are fantastic. Like at the start of the match, she got in opposite Himeka. And I was like, oh, Himeka's going to kill her. But Waka also emoted that. She was, she was nervous and she was, oh God, I'm going to die. And she was you know, presenting all this with her body language and her facial expressions and all that. I thought that was great, and um, it's obviously something super nerdy to pay attention to, but it's really cool that she is able to to really. What's the correct word for it now? I'm gonna try. She's to incredibly say emotive. 
Yeah, like she she projects, right? She yeah, projects yeah, yeah. what the story is of the of the match. She projects what her character is feeling at any moment, and it's very easy to understand. And uh, that's that was what I took away from this, just from her squaring off with Himeka at the start and just showing so much fear. Uh, it was in character. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, the match itself wasn't too amazing. It was just a lot of DDM beating up Waka. At a certain point, I was like, "We get it. You can beat a Waka. Let's let's get to it, folks." So, I uh, I started playing Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past at this point. I've been really utilizing this this Nintendo Switch, uh, hmm. and uh, so this match of the of the of the matches from the, of these three matches, this was the match that I was like, "Oh, that had some fun stuff in it." I like put down my game to like watch yeah. a little bit of just because Jumbo was just you know beating the shit out of people, and Michael was also doing that. So I, I, I appreciate it for that, but otherwise it was pretty, you know, same old. That's fair. Uh, the next match was Momokogo, Hazuki, and Mayu Iwatani of Stars beating Mai Sakurai, Tekla, and Julia of Donna Del Mondo. Uh, Hazuki pinned Mai with the Mishinoku driver. Um, and yeah, uh, I thought this was all right. Um expected a bit more i guess but then you know julio is really the only great wrestler on her side so i guess i was expecting a bit too much yeah yeah my sakurai is we'll talk about it later yeah uh the main event then of the show is momotanabe starlight kid raka and saki kashima of Oeda tai beating lady c sayakamatani utami hayashishta and azami of queen's quest uh, this wasn't very good. It was a lot of uh, away to ties beating up Lady C, and then yeah, and then we did this. It's 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 weird because they often do these matches, and so often they just beat on Lady C for way too long that you're just like, all right, can we just get to it? Like, please. <laughs> um, and that's, it's, that's it's what a we got in here. Contrast to the main event of the next night. Very much opinion. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that show. I mean, this there's nothing terribly wrong with this. It's just very bland, I guess, to to see such a long heat segment on on Lady C. So yeah, and it uh, wasn't really match... well done one either. That was the no, one. no, it wasn't. Because like uh, you're sadly. always gonna get heat on Lady C, but like it it just was just the grinding of like oh we're gonna keep beating you up and it's like okay cool man yeah. dope like you know it, it, go ahead um after the match then we got into uh the good stuff which was basically these teams agreed to a five on five gauntlet match uh basically it's a tug of war stipulation um apparently they stole this from like new japan um the oldest stipulation possible like, yeah <laughs> They were like, they were like, this is a stipulation for the Showa era. It's like, bro, if you're talking about eras and stipulations, leave it in the past. Unless yeah. it was like a really cool one, like the dog collar match. Even that one's kind of met, but you know that depends yes. on people. But like, I, I loved that Momo suggested this, and then Azumi's like, "You're a fucking child trying to play tug of war. Look at you. You, inst- you want to be in high school again?" And I was like, "Dude, Jesus fucking Christ, that was awesome." <laughs> Yeah, I, I love Azumi. Azumi, uh, Azumi brought back some of that old flair on her promos that she used to get, and uh, just just with the little belittling remarks, I just love it so much. That's what made Azumi my favorite wrestler in the first place was just belittling her opponents to a degree that 
they cannot recover. <laughs> and that's what yeah. happened here. And then, right. Utami, and then Utami took the mic and said, yeah, talk to me when you got a belt, bozo, and left. And I'm almost like, you don't got a belt either. Yeah, I was going to say You don't have a belt either, you loser. And then Utami's like, don't care, didn't ask, plus your email. And then she left, and that's exactly what happened. Word for word, bar for bar. Okay, definitely. Um, so to explain the tug of war thing, uh, basically, matters are selected at random in the gauntlet. So there's 10 ends of a rope i guess or five ropes and they're all tangled up and people can't see the middle of it and when you pull a rope you have to wrestle who's on the other end and then whoever wins most Couldn't of the they five just, matches like, pull sticks like they usually do i guess not i don't know it's a point in a rope like this is literally the exact same as like every other yeah. like Random I guess I guess it's so you get that thing in the ring where two of them pull it and everybody's like, oh, it's gonna be them, oh, and then it is them. So you get that, which is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, that's the match that's been agreed to between these two teams. Uh, it is five on five, as you may know. Queen's Quest does not have five members uh, because Hina is still absent for school. So um, that match is currently set to be a way to tie versus queen's quest and queen's quest has an x so that is that is where we stand for now and we'll talk a bit more about that when we do the preview and we'll uh, go to the questions as well yes we will um so uh the next show to review was on february 27th uh this was in sioux city and uh, this said 301 fans uh, i i watched i tried to watch this earlier but I was having some issues with Stardom World, like loading things up properly and the quality kept dropping and coming in and out. So I, I just turned off my computer and my internet to give them a bit of a rest. So I only got to see the top three matches from this. I also only watched the top three matches. Yeah, so I didn't get to see the undercard just because I was like, oh, if my internet is screwed, I should probably give it a break <laughs> so that I can record. So um, that was what happened there. Um We'll run through what happened though. So in the opener, Raka and Saki Kashima beat Wakasukiyama and Tanakano of the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Saki pinned Waka in ten and a half minutes with the My Emblem. Seems uh, a bit long for that match. It does. It does. Uh, the next match was Mirai and Tekla of Donna Del Mondo wrestling to a fifteen-minute draw with Unagi Saka and Mina Shirakawa of the Cosmic Angels. The match after that was Mai Sakurai and Julia of Donna Del Mondo eating Momokogo and Mayu Iwatani of Stars. I thought this was pretty decent. So, yeah, so did I. I thought Julia was really laying it in on Momokogo. Yeah. And then when Mayu got in, her and Julia did some good exchanges. Like there was there was some good bits to this one. It flowed pretty well. I, I think the more I watch Mai, I feel like her and DDM doesn't work. But at the same time, I looked at her and Julia team like doing tag work, and I was like, "This is better than them wrestling each other ever again." Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I think the more I watch my Sakurai in DDM, the less I get sold on it. I don't know if that's just me. I don't know. I think it's one of those where she's still fitting in. Um, yeah, and the more she assimilates, the better it might be. Unless she just never fits in and continues to bounce around for the rest of her life because she just can't 
hack it. Who knows? Like the more I think about it, the more I think, damn, my Sakurai should just like go to a Wado Tai and be Saki's like designated fall guy. Yeah. Give Saki yeah. a little bit of a little <laughs> bit of cover. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's definitely a weird fit, but then her and Julia kind of feel like a a, a solid team. That's the thing. That's the thing is that it's like her and yeah. her and Julia do work pretty well together. But like yeah. otherwise it just feels like she just doesn't it doesn't click outside mm. of that. I don't know. I'm sure it'll, it'll get better over time, but uh, it is getting worse before it's getting better, in my opinion. That is true. Um, the next match on the show, though, was Momotanabe, Starlight Kid, and Rina of Oero Tai beating Hazuki, Koguma, and Hanan of Stars. Uh, Rina actually pinned Hanan here in just under 12 minutes with a. It says a gory bomb here. She kind She's of botched it. I'm pretty yeah. sure she tried to. Toss Hanan off to the side, but Hanan just landed on her face, <laughs> and uh, it didn't look great. But either way, they did the job. Um, I thought this was good. Again, it was another good away to tie match, but another one where there was maybe a bit too much heat on uh, when they they had their heat segment. Yeah, I I do want to mention that uh, Rena and Kids STO Regal Cutter combination mm-hmm. is really cool. Um. Of course. I I I love the regal cutter as a move, but like standalone, it looks kind of weird and like not really realistic. So I think I really appreciate that kid found a way to make it look good with the straight jacket, uh, you know, yeah. combination thing. It looks really good. I love that move. Uh, um, Momo's kicks were great here. At one point, she yep. straight up kicked Hanan in the chin and did not care, and I was like, wow, that's that's pretty hardcore. Yeah, I think I think Momo and Hazuki did a lot of good stuff as well. Mm. Um. This was a very, like, I wasn't crazy about this match, but I thought that it had good stuff to it, mm-hmm. so I, I wasn't, like, a, you know, it wasn't a bad match by any means, so. Yeah. Yeah, and no, then afterwards, that. they talk more. They so did. That that did that did maybe knock it down. <laughs> of course. Um, so first, Rina was, was bragging and saying she's going to become a 15-year-old champion and beat Hanan cool. for the future belt. And Momo confirmed that her tag partner for her Goddess of Stardom Championship Challenge was going to be Starlight Kid. Um, so as people may remember, at um, the pay-per-view, Momo challenged and I was like, hey, my, my tag partner is, uh, I, don't, I'm, I don't know, I have a great tag partner, I'm going to tell you who it is. And then people were like, oh, maybe it's Natsuko Tora, maybe it's this person, maybe it's that person. And then here, it was just like, yeah, no, it's 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 Starlight Kid. So... Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, bring him back to that for a moment. Um, within the 12 hours that the show didn't go up last week, I had mentioned Natsu Samire, uh, maybe going back to Stardom, but probably not. She's probably doing something with Miyuka Takase. Within 12 hours, the announcement of Nomad's Freelance uh, Summit was <laughs> was created, and she has created her own company. So uh, that is not happening, clearly, if it yeah, wasn't clear n- enough. Natsu is not coming back. <laughs> just, Never. Just has to be Never. said here. Um, so that's that's fun. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get Momo no, and Kid. Fun, we're gonna get Momo and Kid versus FWC, and I'm kind of excited. Momo and Kid have some cool tag offense, and um, they honestly, they should probably win the belts. They uh, they could have a really cool run as tag champs. Man, I know. Yeah, it's been what two defenses now. It's it's time. You gotta gotta they, change those belts. That, that's the thing is that I was like I was. I always dread these sorts of things, like because Storm's very specific with each of their championships. I always dread that it's like, okay, Gazbo has been defended more than twice. 
any time now is I, I'm no longer going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for when you know it's a it's a team died I don't like you know. Uh, luckily, the last team that I really disliked that held the belts only had it for like I don't think they defended it once. It was B and Konami. Oh yeah, uh, remember that? They <laughs> held it for like twenty six days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that wasn't bad, but still, I just man, Stars is about to lose all of their belts at Rio Goku. Probably. But it's okay. I hope. Um, the main event then of this show was uh, Natsupoi, Himeka, Micah, and Siri of Donna Del Mondo beating the Queen's Quest team of Lady C, Saya Kamatani, Utami Hayashishta, and Azami. Uh, Himeka, Himeka pinned Lady C with a powerbomb. And uh, yeah, why don't you take it away? Yeah, I, I thought this was like really fucking good. I thought it was one of the better house show matches that Starm has produced this year. Wow. I think they did a lot of the stuff that you want them to do, and not a lot of the stuff they don't that you don't want them to do. So like Shuri and Sai started off. Shuri starting off any match is always the best case scenario because she is uh, she's one of the only wrestlers who can make a you know drawn out technical opener fun. Um, and so her and Sai did that. It was really well done. And then. Uh, you know, Azumi got in, and it sort of, like, jumped off from there, Azumi and Natsupoi. And, yeah, from there, it was just a lot of good stuff. I, Lady C was in for a long, long time. So, like, you know, it might sound hypocritical, considering I always criticize the amount that they rely on Lady C to just eat, you know, offense and just, you know, get beat up. But I thought she did a really good job. She did a really fast spin on Natsupoi. It was the coolest thing ever. I thought, like, they were going at a crazy pace because Natsupoi is so small. That looked great. Um, and yeah, overall, I thought this is everything you want out of a house show multi-person tag. Uh, Jumbo literally didn't even get on the ring apron until 10 minutes in. Um, <laughs> she literally was standing outside of the ring. She refused to even like acknowledge the fact that she was in a match until 10 minutes in. Then she got up, and then she like stood on the apron for a couple minutes, and then she's like, okay, I'll get in. And for the last like six m- minutes, she just fucking obliterated Lady C. It was great. Um, but also a big part of it was just Queen's Quest being able to save Lady C effectively. I remember at one point, Azumi, um, out of a, like, Jumbo was pinning Lady C. And Azumi got in, and she was a bit early. So instead of just, like, breaking it up at one, she, like, set up and just kicked the shit out of Jumbo in the head. Like, as hard as she could in the back of the head. I was like, that was not necessary. <laughs> like, I love how, like, that's the difference between certain wrestlers. Some wrestlers will just, like, you know, kill the spot and sort of uh, break it up early. Some wrestlers will will take that time to set up and kick the person in the head as hard as fucking possible. That is Azumi. Um, and yeah, I, I just really liked this all around. I thought it flowed very well. And I just had a really good time watching this. If if you're going to watch anything from these two shows, I would say this match specifically. Uh, leave the rest for, for us to talk about. <laughs> you, know, you, could, you should watch this one. That's fair, yeah. I mean, you did that better than I ever could, so <laughs> we're just going to leave it on that note. Um, so, on to the preview section. Oh, wait. No? Jumbo also said she wants to preserve these eight members and return back to Mie. And I was like, damn, that's mm. that's crazy. It's almost like that's <laughs> definitely not going to happen. No. Um, I did want to say, uh, this was the match where uh, the pre-match was really adorable. So, Utami 
uh, as everybody knows, always gives her rose to like a woman or, or a young oh, kid. Yeah. Um, and there's this young girl with a, a big book full of autographed uh, pictures from the starter roster. And she was like showing off the Utami one. And uh, Utami gave her the rose. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. That's just very nice. Did you see the story about Tam and Waka? Yeah, that was crazy. That was so yeah. cute. Man, oh man. That, that shit warms my heart. Stardom roster are so nice to the, the kids. And it's like, these are the people who grow up then to, to be wrestlers. <laughs> That's kind of how the pipeline works here. Rossi nice. told them, taught them AJW economics. Hell you know, yeah. They know how to do this. Yeah. It's all for the children. It did work. I mean, AJW, like most of their uh, legends were became wrestlers because they were fans of Nagayo, <clears throat> wasn't it? Didn't Akira to run yeah. for uh, the Nagayo yeah, fan Akira club? Akira ran a Bonacano flank. Oh, yes, yes. Are you sure? I yeah. thought they debuted I'm around almost the same positive. time. No, no. Akira Hokuto debuted 86. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, no, it's like Nakano was 82. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Or actually, I think, I think the count might have been like 81, 82. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think uh, no, I'm pretty probably. sure it was 82, 83. Yeah. Around that time. Um, yeah, she, in high school, she ran a, a Bonacano fan club. Right, okay. At least that's what I heard. Yeah. It might be Chikusa. Surprised. I don't know. It probably was Bull, and I just thought it was Chigusa because, you know, Crush Giles, obviously. But, um. And Akira Hokuto ended up teaming with Chigusa and not. Well, I mean, she eventually teamed with Bull, but besides what? This is for VTG. We'll talk about that. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, on to the stuff to preview. Um, the first show to preview is on March 5th. Uh, this is in the Osaka Rinki Sports Center, second gymnasium. At Went on far longer than I was expecting. A, that must be like a castle or something, right? <laughs> Possibly. Well, no, it says gymnasium, so I don't think so. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. What um, is, a name fitting fitting of, of the biggest arena in the world. Of course, of course. Um, the opener of the show, though, is Hanan versus Saki Kashima. Um, mm. Yeah, Saki's probably going to win here. I just took damage here. <laughs> Didn't they just wrestle in a singles match, like... Within the past month, I would have to check. Do you want me to I'll check? Is this continue? No, you you can continue. No, I've already started now. I kind of have to. I I, god damn it! <laughs> I mean, you did ask the question, so it's you know, they did oh, they they they, they, yeah. they wrestled on the first of February god. in a singles match, and it was not good. <laughs> well, that was in Corican too. Holy shit! Ideal Samuel. Alrighty, um, Saki's winning anyway, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, the second match on the card is Natsupoi versus Momo Kogo. Um, they've really given Momo a, a proper trial series point. without naming it a trial series. But, like, they've given her a I actually, trial. I'm so tired of trial series, I'm gonna be honest. Like, it, it, it just doesn't... When you do it three times, I'm like, okay, we, we get it. Yeah. We're, 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 we could be done with that now. There was a point last year where, in Joshi as a whole, there was at least like a half dozen <laughs> trial series going on at once. Yeah. As I know, I think Rain had one uh, around the same time as Unagi had Everybody hers. Everybody does trial series for whatever reason. Yeah, Seedling just got done with two of them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. Oh, yeah, that, those, those were good, decent. I, I watched yeah. some of them. The two Rikos, some you the, know? Some of the Riku Kaiju ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, Natsupoi is winning that one anyway. I think we know that much. Yeah. Uh, the next match 
on the show is the Donna Del Mondo team of Julia, Himeka, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai versus Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, Unagasaka, and Waka Skiyama of the Cosmic Angels. Um, this could go either way. I'll see some of the Angels could pin Mai, or DDM could continue pinning Waka. But uh, we'll have to wait and see there. I think DDM goes over. Probably, yeah. Uh, that that's kind of their their pattern here. Um, the next match on this show, Dylan. I don't know if you know this is happening, but uh, Siri, Micah, and Mirai of Donna Del Mondo Ooh. versus the Stars team of Mayu Utani, Koguma, and Hazuki. That wow, yeah, that sounds good. That's a good one. That's going yeah. to a draw, definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's it's a great match. On paper. When you hear the words good match, it's almost definite that they, they will go to a draw. Yes. Because <laughs> they don't have any bad wrestlers to take the pin. Or they have Unagi, you know, who, you know, can't take the pin and also isn't. Not, you know, that was. I don't know what you're going for here. I yeah, I know. I'll just abandon that one. Okay. Let's move on. Good. good. Okay. Um, the match after that then is the main event. It is the Queen's Quest team of Azumi, Sayakamatani, Lady C, and Utami Hayashishta versus the Uedo Tai team of Roka, Rina, Starlight Kid, and Momo Atanabe. We have seen this, Alex. Yeah. We have seen this so many times. I'm sorry. I am tired. <laughs> I am I am not... Ha- like, are, and Queen's Quest is going to lose again, probably, at this point. I mean, they shouldn't, because I don't know. all of the kids are Re- here. Yeah, Rena is there to take a pin. To re- When's the last time that, like, Queen's Quest closed a show as a as a unit? Because it feels like... It, it feels like we're in the stars of last year era yes. for, for Queen's Yes, we Quest, are. Where it's like, they just won, like, twice for the first five months of the year. And, and it's like, this is... Why are we doing this? You gotta... Gotta heat people up, I guess. I don't know. It's the same people. They're heating the same people up. It's Rina and Ruaka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rina and Ruaka getting all the shine nowadays. Hell yeah. Well, why not? I mean, they're the best members of Oedo Tai. So of course, like, I mean, of course. I won't give them any, any grief for it. Alright, so uh, the, the next show to preview is uh, on the 6th of March. It is in Shizuoka. Uh, the opener of this show is Saki Kashima versus Waka Skiyama. Um, Saki getting that dub again. They really bummed Saki up to a future of Stardom Championship match. I don't like. I like. I don't know. <laughs> what are they doing? Gotta gotta give Saki wins. You know. Yeah. Uh, Where's I... death? Speaking of death, she's in our next match. It is a three-way battle. It is Azumi versus Hanan versus Fukigen Death. Oh, that does sound good. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I missed her. I'm. A, I'm. Oh man, that sounds fun. It's, it's gonna be great. There's actually a question about death that we we will get into. Hell yeah, that's great. In our question bin. All right. So, next match on the show is a trios match. It is Lady C. Sai Kamatani and Utami Hashishta of Queen's Quest versus Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Unagi Sayaka of Cosmic Angels. Uh, once again, Lady C will be staring at the lights. Oh, yeah. I was going to say draw, but then I was like, oh, Lady C's in there. Yeah, Lady C is right there. That's um, crazy, man. Uh, I'm starting to feel like Excalibur here. <laughs> you know how on Rampage he's just yeah. running through shit and his voice is gone? <laughs> um, you are the Excalibur to my Taz, bro. Hell That's yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, you've anointed yourself the funny one. That's not fair. But uh, well, I guess it's earned. It's deserved. Yeah, it um, makes sense. It does. Um, the next match is uh, Julia, Marai, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai of Donna Del Mondo versus Roca, Rina, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe of Uedo Tai. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DDM, oh. DDM are winning, uh, I think. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Oh, no. Mai's there. But. She is, actually, yeah. R- R- they seem to be heating up Roca. Maybe she'll do the freezer bomb. And uh, get a win there. But also, Mai's, Mai's winning the future belt. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta stack up challengers, brother. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Uh, that just doesn't sound like a, a me type of match, I'll be honest. Not at all. Um, the match after that, then, is the main event. It is Siri, Micah, Hemeka, and Natsupoy of Donna Del Mondo versus Mayu Utani, Koguma, Hazuki, and Momo Kogo of Star. Oh, this. This is my type of match of right course. here. Of course. That sounds good. Yeah, stars should win. I feel like, uh, like Koguma could pin any one of these people except Siri, obviously, but she she can pin any of them. I think DDM needs to lose a match at some point. Yes, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, so we're going. Uh, maybe FWC picking up a win here. Yeah, I mean, like Kazuki could just like roll up Natsupoi. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I don't really see the issue. Natsupoi isn't in that. <clears throat> She's not challenging for anything anytime soon. That's true. You know. Sadly. Um, all right. Well, I agree. And that is the preview section over and done. Um, so Dylan and I knew we'd be a bit light this week. So we did ask for questions. Uh, so we will be doing a, a bit of a Q&A here to end things off and to just extend the runtime a little bit. So um, we have... I got asked questions on my tweet. Um, I, I I went to Wrestling Amino, my old um, stomping ground, so to speak, oh. and I asked them. Um, I only got like four four questions from a couple different people, but uh, I appreciate those people if they are listening. Um, so I'll start with those. Um, first one is from my buddy Gree. He says, what show would you suggest to start with for somebody trying to get back into or just into stardom? Um my answer is watch Ria Goku and then like watch the most recent pay per view. Because, uh, like, I know that that sounds really, you know, I, I, I think that that's the important thing to like. I think Ria Goku is really important to like understand the foundation mm-hmm. of it. You could watch the, the Kozen versus, you know, DDM stuff and how Kozen was kind of getting their asses beat. And you could watch, you know, a lot of that stuff. Um, and then you could watch how much it's changed since then, but you can be acclimated with the new, uh, you know, arrivals and all that stuff with the most recent pay-per-view. So, uh, yeah, I think those two. And then if you want, you could watch, like, that pay-per-view in January, um, some of the Corkins, even though I don't think the Corkins really have meant much lately. The KBS mm-hmm. Hall show, maybe. But mainly Rio Goku, and then the most recent pay-per-view are the ones you'd want to start with. Yeah, Stardom Dream Queendom is the real... Uh, jump in point for a lot of the stuff that's happening now like if you watch that I, I feel like you will understand pretty much everything you know you got Momo being a, a heel on that show you got Saya and Siri being crowned you got Hanan getting her win Um, you know there's there's a lot of fairly obvious things that were set up on that show that you can still follow through to today Um, so that's probably the best one 
if not jumping in at the I know it hasn't happened yet, but just jump in at the double header at Sumo Hall in in March. Uh, that that'd be another good place to jump in because I feel like that will. Usually they play videos for the matches that'll keep you up to date, and then obviously you're gonna see a lot of the big moments that that keep things kicking off from there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next up, another from Gree. Uh, why is Sayakamitani so goaded, Alex? Um, Sayakamitani's his favorite wrestler. That's a good choice. Go, go, Gree. Yeah. Um, yeah. honestly, I just I feel like they've let her do her thing you know i don't know if somebody showed her manami toyota tapes or what but she's she's just just, yeah (laughs) she's she's inspired by all the right people to be really really good i mean she sees koda abushi as her favorite and you've got a wrestler with her physical and athletic abilities trying to fashion herself after him you know that's that's a perfect makings for a pro wrestler right there if if you built the ideal pro wrestler from the ground up, you would get Sayakamatani. Not Randy. Wow. Orton. Don't let anybody, don't let anybody trick you into differently. Randy Orton's fine, but he ain't no Sayakamatani. That's for true right there. Um, and yeah, next up, uh, last one from Gree is what is the best Stardom theme song? Um, currently, uh, why not say the answer on three? No, the same one. I don't if think you don't, so. You're gonna. I don't know. There's been so many Bro, new ones. I don't know. It's Hanan. Come on. I don't know. Utami's is really badass. Come on, you have to. Utami's is good, but I think Utami's old one was also good. So it was like a, but also Ringstar was also great. So it's like it's a, I don't know. Also, I think... also you have um, Mirai's, and I think Mirai's is great. You know who? I think Rena's. I mm-hmm. you don't hear it much because of you know she's always like the least important member of a team. Um, and she rarely gets to win. But I was listening to it after she beat Hanan, and I was like, "This is like a this is a banger. Like this is a good song. Like I'm enjoy I'm enjoying yeah. this right now. It's really good." Um, I I still say Hanan because I think that Hanan is just it's different, man. Yeah, I, I keep saying that. I should stop saying that, but <laughs> it's should. just it's really good. It's a good song. Yeah, I guess I'd probably be in Hanan's then as well, uh, for the time being. Duh. It got stuck in my head. See, oh my it, it just it just does that. It does that. Um, <laughs> next up, I, I'll do I'll do the last three. These are all pretty short. Well, one of them is a bit longer. From Amino, uh, who will be QQ's ex? Um, I think it's probably uh, Miu. Yeah, Miu uh, Amasaki. Probably. Yeah, or Saya's second stranger. Who, like, I don't know if they're gonna follow up on that. But if they do, it could be her. Uh, though they kind of like to keep Queen's Quest as the the purified, you know, homegrowns since, uh, you know, what Konami left. I think that was the last time there was a. I mean, like B, but that's besides the point. Um, they've always they've kind of liked to keep Queen's Quest to be yeah. the homegrown talent yeah. types. So if the mysterious stranger is a return, you know, to stardom of somebody who was like stardom trained, I don't know who that would be. Maybe them, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was just Miu. Um, and hey, if, if Miu's good, then that's a great addition. If she's if she takes a long time to develop, then it could be the uh, the death of Queen's Quest as we know Oof. it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, it, she makes the most sense given she's wrestling Utami at New Blood, you know? Yeah, I imagine after the match. And they've also like, got I nothing like... else announced for Miu uh, on the other shows yeah. after, so 
either she's just going to disappear or she's going to be the ex. So. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I imagine she's Queen's Quest's ex. Mm-hmm. Um, one more, or no, two more. Uh, what's your opinion on Fukigen death? This is from Wavy as well. She rules. Memento Mori forever. Yeah, Fukigen is... Um, she's obviously... Uh, Somebody who, if you don't know a lot about her, you might just kind of go, oh, yeah, she's all right, but uh, she's good at what she does, you know, and she's always, she works to where she is on the card, and she can mix in comedy with, with good wrestling, and she always makes sure I, she's I have entertaining. A for you, Alex. Okay. In in terms of stardom, not, not Kira Ganyama's, you know, outside stuff, because obviously she's incredible, mm-hmm. but um, in stardom, rank. Kari Oniyama, like, you know, Team Jungle type, Fuki Gendeth, Koki Gendeth, and uh, Death Yamasan. Okay. Um, Death Yamasan at the bottom. Koki Gendeth mm-hmm. above for Color Me Pop. Fuki Gendeth above because she smokes cigars. And then Kaori at the top because she, you know, John. You John are a madman. Yeah. You are you are insane. No, 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 no. It's Death Yamasa number one. Why? She like, didn't smoke on. cigars or like do color me pop. So Cause death, bro. Color me pop. Bro, her team with Hana. Come on, man. Have some culture. Gonna guilt trip me into this now, aren't you? Okay, yeah, that was, that, that was <laughs> my bad. Uh Okay, you know what? No, okay. Original Kaori Yonayama. Wait, no, 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 no. I think, okay, you know what? Goku Again Death is number one, because I agree. Color Me Pop was one of the best comedy acts in wrestling over the past two years. And I know it's very, very strong and maybe a bit hyperbolic, but I think that was genuinely one of my favorite comedy acts in a long time. Okay. Um, so, Goku Again Death, number one. Uh, Death Yamasan, number two, still, because she's the OG. You can't change mm-hmm. that. Uh, Kyoyoniyama, Fukigen Death. I, I, I don't know. I think that Fukigen Death is like... I, I love Fukigen Death, don't get me wrong, but I, I feel like it's probably like the least interesting. Like, I feel like she could do the least in terms of just like actually like... Like, she, she has the bit and it's a good bit. Don't get me wrong. I love the smoking bit and I love all of the bits she does with the newspaper and shit. But I think past that, there's not a lot of things she could do. Uh, That's fair, I guess. So, uh, and I think I think Gokigen was able to do more just because she was a happy clown. You may clown, be forgetting though. Also cried a lot. Fukigen death forcibly read Mayu Utani a chapter of her book in a five star. Oh Tishima. shit, that did happen. So, to me, I, that puts wait, her that on was... S tier. That was only last year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, no, that couldn't, that can't be. Yeah, because we were that, doing that the happened, show. That happened. No, 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 no. I, no that was that was uh, Gokigen. Are you sure? Or or Death Yamasa. It was not Gokigen. No, that was way too recent. Because they were a team. Yeah, they were a team when they read the book. Yeah, no, no way. You you were you had twisting this. No, they they were a team. I remember because they like shook hands after the match. That why would she why would she own Mayu's book if they weren't Helmies? She didn't. Mayu had it with her. Okay, I have a terrible memory. You're killing me with this. But no, I know for a fact it was not Fukigen Death. Hold on. Somebody get back to Hold us. On. Somebody, Hold somebody on. tell us. I know for a fact it wasn't. While, while you're looking at that, uh, one more from Wavy. What are your three favorite stardom matches? This is a lot. 
<laughs> this is like the the like you know the big one um i don't i i have three that i just really really like and suggest anybody watch but these probably aren't my favorite of all time because i've watched a lot of really good star matches that i thoroughly enjoy um while you're looking for that uh i will just give my three is that okay yeah like our Okay. My three are uh, Utami versus Sherry from June last year, just because it's kind of the the stardom match nowadays. Um, and I, I still do really like it. Um, JK Green, which is Mama Watsunabe and uh, Jungle Kiona versus Kagetsu and Mayu Iwatani from February of 2022. Uh, Kagetsu's last stardom match, good stuff. And then uh, Kagetsu versus Konami from August of 2018. That hmm. match is still... Like I don't, I don't know why that has such a hold on me. It's probably because it was like the first great stardom match I ever watched, but it it was just insane. I I love that match to death. One of the best uh, technical works that Kagetsu did, and one of the just best matches Konami had in her run with with stardom. So, yeah, those are my three. I I love all three of them dearly, and I suggest anybody go out of their way to watch them if they haven't before. Uh, how about you, Alex? All right. Um. Hmm. I would say Momotanabe versus Siri from the GP final is up there. Um, I have uh, Thunder Rock versus Kairi Hojo and Miko Satamora from, uh, I think, 2016. Um, yeah. And I will go with... Hmm. I'm going to go sentimental and go with uh, Kagetsu and Momo for the, the double title match, because that's like the first stardom that match I watched. Really that was, that was, well, it's not the first stardom match I watched, but it's the one that convinced me to uh, to watch full-time. So, You know, I actually didn't like that match when I first watched really? it. I was, I was an idiot, and then I rewatched it like a year later, yeah. and I was like, this is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I was an idiot. That was so good. Um, but yeah, there there are so many good matches because like that definitely could have been on my list like over time yeah just the like but everything just, just forget everything miko did with the freedom is is an s tier and yeah. it all just kind of runs together but if you were to watch them and really lay them out i would say one of those would jump in for both of us because some of those matches are crazy so yeah yeah i agree uh did you ever find out if it, which which death it was? Uh, I didn't. I think you're probably right though, and it was uh, Death Yamasan. Because um, I think because it was right, Mayu, it was right around the split. Yeah, and Mayu and Fukigen did a a version of it. I'm pretty sure where Mayu made Fukigen read out of Tokyo Sports. I think so. That's probably what I got confused Not with. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I, I stick with my my ranking: Fukigen Death at the bottom. Uh. Kuroyoniyama, like Team Jungle Kuroyoniyama, even though she's still ruled love. I love all of mm-hmm. them. She's great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Kuroyoniyama at my third. Uh, Death Yamasan at my second. Then Goki Death at my number one. Because shouts out the clown. Um, you want to read some of yours? Some of your questions? Um, that's the last from Amino. Yeah, let me see. So, um, Victor asked, who are the three most underrated members of the roster? Um, so some people kind of define underrated differently as an I would. Yeah. So what I would consider underrated is somebody who does not receive the acclaim that I think they deserve. So for that, for that kind of underrated, I would say 
I would have Rocka on there because I think Rocka uh, Rocka yeah. is really Rocka is my only death. Yeah, she's really really solid and can do good work. They just never really let her show it all that much, and I don't. I think she gets a reputation for being bad when she's genuinely like can have good matches. So I would have, I would have Rocka there. Um, up until recently, I would have had Natsupoi, and I think I might keep her there. Because even after the Saya match, I don't think people are recognizing her for being one of the best wrestlers in the company. Yeah. And, um... This is hard, because I feel like, a lot, like most of the roster gets a lot of... Love, yes. You know yeah, I mean? they do. Um, I guess Waka is probably my other one. Because I think people really like Waka, but like not this. for the reasons that they should. I think she's a bit of a genius when it comes to just everything she does in the ring. So, yeah, I think uh, I think Ruaka is obviously on there. Uh, it might be just you know like recency, but I think Natsuko. Mm-hmm. Like every like people love Natsuko, but I don't think they really like get that Natsuko has so many so much depth to her as a wrestler that it's like she's just she could do a lot more than I think maybe people give her credit for. And I think she, that's always been the case since, you know, Jungle Assault Nation days. Like, she's always sort of not getting gotten the love that mm-hmm. she deserved, maybe. And, uh... Yeah, Ruraka... I, I, I don't know. Because, like... I kind of want to say death. Because yeah. I do think that sure. that, like, she is a comedy genius. You know, mm. and I don't think that, and not only that, but if you like watch any of her like serious matches, she's also just a wrestling genius, period. And I don't think people give her the credit for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, and, and this is, this is no disrespect to, to Wavy, shout out to him, but like, for example, it's like, it's like the fact that you can have any opinion about Fukuya Death that isn't like, oh, she's cool, even if, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit redundant. She's in- incredible just at what she does. Mm-hmm. That that sort of you know, I don't I don't get that. So I think I think death is my third. Fair, um, yeah. Um, if if we're gonna talk of the the more the other side of underrated, which is people who want any good wrestler to be world champion, kind of underrated. Um, you're looking at more of a Himeka, Koguma, Natsupoi than what we're going for. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in that case, it's like. Like oh, underrated as in like oh they should be higher in the card. Mm. It's definitely Koguma. It's definitely you know it's it's definitely probably Mahime. Yeah, I think for yeah. me, like I mean Mike is always challenging for the belt, but she's never gonna win it. Um, and I think she should, but it's it's that that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that is a less interesting version. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like yeah. I mean like if. If wishes were fishes, Azumi would be the super champion of the everything forever. You know, I mean, like, it. It's very easy it to really do matter. the other version of underrated. It's like, oh yeah, well, Ishii is underrated. He should be world champion or something like that. That's just exactly. that's too that's easy. Like, it's too okay. obvious. It's like they're they're yeah, yeah well. a fine wrestler who you think is better than fine yes. <laughs> uh, deserves everything in the world. Yeah. You know, like obviously. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Koguma and, and Mahime are probably the ones who it's like, oh, they should like get. A belt, even mm-hmm. though you know they all have belts currently, but you go. Yes, Andy. I do. Um, will I do the next question, or do you want to take over? Yeah, okay. go ahead. Or no, I, I got, I got all one right. actually. Uh, 
Do you foresee any major stardom wrestlers leaving to sign with a major Western promotion in the future, or is that more so a thing in the past? This is from Jack. Uh, it'll happen because, like, that's just sort of how the wrestling world works: is that people come and go. But I don't think it'll be like a. I don't think Utami's going to WWE anytime soon. You know what yes. I mean? Like, I, I, I think that the people who aspire for that sort of thing will go. And the people who want to be paid more and want to, you know, uh, wrestle in front of a big crowd. The Kyrie reason, I, I'll define it like this. Kyrie went to WWE for reasons of, I want, I want a bigger crowd. I want to wrestle in front of more people. I want more people to know who I am. Io Shirai went to WWE similarly, but also because she wanted to go to WWE. Mm-hmm. Kind of a difference. And you kind of see who's in stardom now and who isn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that Eos will still go. The Saris will still go. But I don't think the Kairis will go as much, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, uh, as much as WWE may not be in poach anyone breathing mode, uh, they are still looking for for marketable talent and if tony khan has any clue he he is as well um i can't imagine any sane talent relation person looking at julia and not seeing huge money so you know somebody like julia will obviously have suitors people you know they're gonna look for her um so i I definitely think there will be more people that do leave stardom in future uh, maybe not like a mass departure like New Japan had, where they lost, you know, Nakamura and and AJ and stuff like that, all one after the other. Um, but definitely, there will still be a trickle because you know, marketable wrestlers are marketable wrestlers, no matter where you get them from. Exactly. Um, so my my one was like, oh, maybe Natsupoi at some point, but I kind of even doubt that. I think she could do what she wants to do in yeah. Japan more than she can with a major company in, in yeah. America. Um more more likely is somebody like wanting to wrestle an AEW type schedule. Like wanting to wrestle a Riho schedule. Mm-hmm. I think that's more likely than anything. Is somebody being like, oh well I want to wrestle in America more. And you know that that being the thing more than like getting signed away in, yeah, in such probably. a way yeah. that they used to. I gotcha. Um and one more. I think we've answered this before, but uh, it's from Lancer, so I'll, I'll answer it anyway because shout Lancer. Um, if you could put any stardom wrestler in another era of Joshi, um, who would win? I just have Azumi in the late 90s, um, either Arjan or AGW. I don't really think she would mesh with Gaia too much, even though she's good enough for Gaia, but I, I just think that the, the house style of Arjan fits Azumi's more technical stuff and her high speed stuff, and I think her, just the talent in late 90s AJW um, would be great. Uh, her against like Mekawa and um, Watanabe mm. and just, you know, just the entire crew. I think that would be really good. So, assuming the late 90s is for me, uh, but I also have very sporadic knowledge of, of eras in, in Joshi. <laughs> um, and the late 90s are, are one of my more expanded on areas. Yeah. Um, I would say put Momo in the 2000s, Momo Anabe in the, the 2000s. Yeah. Um, she would be pretty baller in that era. And then veteran Momo in the, the 10s doing Catch the Waves and whatever would be pretty cool. So um, that's probably my one. It's a bit basic, but uh, I think Momo Anabe would have been 
fantastic in some of these more aggressive eras. Yeah, I get that. Um, you, you could take the next one. Alright, so Scott asked, who will be Stardom's ace in five years? Um, Utami. Utami. Hanan. Utami is the long-term franchise. How old is Hanan now? Uh, 19, 20? Uh, I don't know. Maybe 17? No, Hanan. Ha- Wait, what? Yeah, 17, 17. Yeah. Uh, 22. Hanan. Yeah, I'll say Hanan. Uh, are you predicting Utami gets signed, I, or do you think they'll be bored? What's not bored, but I think five years from now, Utami will be in her Mayu era. Like I, 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 I don't know. The thing is, I don't know the longevity of of Joshi wrestlers mm. right now. Of Joshi wrestlers that debuted, you know, three years ago. Yeah, I don't know the longevity of them. Uh, so five years from now, she'll be eight years in, and you know. Kyrie just hit her tenth year. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and Kyrie's kind of not slowing down, obviously, but she just literally decided to kind of slow down. Uh, and that's a very specific case, obviously. And the signing away thing is, is another thing. But I don't think Utami will be like the ace, ace, uh, five years from now. Um, she might be. That'd be cool. Like, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think uh, she has. She definitely has five years in her. Yeah. Like, she can go in our five years, but. By then, I imagine the Hanans of the world will be, you know, if not aces, like, you know, top three, top two in the company. Fair enough, I suppose. I think I, I, I still go with Utami. Very long time in Joshi. I would still lean towards Utami. Um, she's, she's their franchise that. at this stage. They know what they have there. Yeah. I mean, like, she, she, could, she could be the Okada. Mm-hmm. You know, where she just is on top forever. And I don't know if I'd be too opposed to that. Um, I'll take the next two. Okay. Uh, these are both from, from Reshi. Uh, if you could give any wrestler a new finisher in stardom, who would it be and what move was it? Um, I have one honorable mention, which is Suzuki doing the super shooting star mm-hmm. press. <laughs> I just want to see her hit it once. Just want to see her hit it once. Come on. I know that she almost broke her neck both times that she tried it, but you, you gotta do it you gotta risk it for the biscuit you know what i mean um but my, my real one is utami should change her finish yes. to almost anything <laughs> else uh my opinion my opinion is the barry white driver which is the uh the the move that brody king does now it used to be a uh, super dragons where like it's it's a power bomb into a pile driver oh like it, it, it looks really good um or the tw screwdriver which is kind of like the awful waffle but Watanabe does it better. So. Okay. Yeah, um, one of those. Two. Yeah, I was going to go with Utami as well. <laughs> um, I would like her to uh, watch some AJW tapes, and I would give her. Yeah. Um, if we're going crazy, I'm giving her the the Tomoka Watanabe screwdriver. Um, That's what I just yeah. said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or we, we're on the same. We're on the same uh, More normal, I would give her the power bomb that Bull Nakano used when she first won the three WA belt. You know the oh fire yeah, thunder the fire thunder bomb. I think that would fire. be yeah, pretty awesome. So I would give Utami one of those uh, instead. Yeah, the thunder fire. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. I always forget if it's fire because it's the fire thunder driver. Mm-hmm. FMW FMW with their names. Um, but yeah, also like uh, Azumi's kind of like she doesn't really need an impact finisher anymore. 
but I was always on the train of like Azumi should start doing like uh, a poisoned front, like a spike uh, Hurricane yeah. Rana, like Andrew Everett does. I don't know if you've if you've seen it, where like he keeps the Hurricane Rana in and just spikes him. I think that would be a cool move. Um, I I just love that move in general. I used to call it used to use it in E Feds and call it Spike TV. <laughs> oh, Amazing. that was that was my shit back in the day. Um, but yeah, uh, she she already does sort of a variation of it on the ropes, uh, the Callisto I call it, but it, it's a bit more impactful when it's just a full. Besides point, uh, those those are our answers. I actually love talking about just wrestling moves. Um, you that's do. one of my favorite you things do. to do. Like even, it it's it's one of my favorite parts of wrestling is just like the actual moves in there, you know. So that's the point. Um, next up, also from Reshi, is who is your ideal winners for this year's major tournaments? All three of them, Cinderella, Five Star, Tagley. Uh, we both, for Cinderella, is, is Jumbo. Mm-hmm. I know we've yes. talked about this. Um, what do you think for Five Star? Uh, five Star is Julia, or if Julia's already champion, then Momo. And Tag League is... I... Maybe like Mayu and Kyrie doing a last run. I think that'd be cool. I have uh for five star Mayu Hi. because I will not rest until she wins her second five star. <laughs> um and for tag league I have a t- Utami and Azumi. I think that if they want to put stock in Sai as a singles wrestler for the ne- rest of the year and they want to let Azumi and Utami kinda take over for the tag stuff um a bit more, I think that'd be really fun. Uh, but at the same time, they don't really need to. They could, like you said, it could be uh, a Kyrie win because Kyrie's always excelled in tag stuff, and I think she probably would like to do tag stuff again. Uh, but yeah, th- that's that's my pick. Is five star for Mayu and tag league for Tommy and Azumi. All right. You, you could. Do you have any? Yes. Um, let's see, Scott asked another one. Um, I think it was. Uh... Shit, it's gone. <laughs> Hold on. I tweet so much, man. I need to stop. Every every yeah, time we do this, stop. I'm like, how do I do this? How do I? You know, I'll I'll, I'll give us another one. You look for it. Okay. okay. Uh, this is from Kissed by Inertia. Uh, mm-hmm. do you have any wrestling merch or memorabilia that you're especially proud of? I am poor, so not really. But I have I have one. That I am. Do you have any? Or, uh, or should I go yes. I should. Uh, I want to try and find it. So find it in what? It's it's an audio podcast. No, I know, but I want to like see just to make sure. Oh, yes, I have it. I mine, mine is uh. I don't actually have it anymore. It's it's, it's very specific. Um, I got a John Cena figure from my older cousin when I like was first really getting into wrestling. Um. So this is like 2009, 2010, maybe, uh, when I was like just like obsessed with it as a as a young child, as a seven, eight year old. I got it from my from my older cousin. It's a John Cena doll. It's like a big one. It's really cool. It's from like 2005, and uh, I've had that for a very long time. And I just recently passed it down to my little cousin, who's now getting into wrestling, um, and that means a lot to me because uh, you know I, I got it from my older cousin, and I, I gave it to my younger cousin because wrestling is kind of you know it's it's an individual thing but wrestling's a big part of my life and my my little cousin who is my my little cousin's very important to me he's he's like my little brother because he we look very similar um 
so I gave him my John Cena doll that I got from our other cousin. And that means a lot to me, even though I don't physically have any. Okay. It, it, it does. That's my that's what I'm proud of. Otherwise, I don't really have a lot of uh, merch or memorabilia. I have, like, you know, shirts. And I have one Shawn Michaels uh, action figure that I never took out of the box. Ah. It's like a special okay. edition. But, you know, it's in storage somewhere now. <laughs> um, so for me, I have... Um, when Eve did Wrestle Queendom 2... Uh, they brought over some of the Stardom girls, and they had a they had a photo book that you could do for the meet and greet. So this photo book not only has the autographs of Arisa Hoshiki, Kagetsu, Mayu, and Utami, uh, but with it, I also bought a signed eight by ten of Arisa and a signed eight by ten of Mayu. So this one booklet that I have is very precious to me because. Uh, of course, this is, uh, I got to meet Arisa, and she signed it and everything, and Arisa's, you know, one of my favorite wrestlers ever, so, uh, yeah, that's that's probably my one. Can, can you feel the stardom history coursing through your veins just by touching Dude, I am almost in tears. <laughs> I miss Arisa so much. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think people oh, understand, just... like, I almost gave up on wrestling when she she retired. Like, I was just, I was I done. That. I, I, I mean, like... <laughs> I kind of did, like for a minute. Like, oh man, that was that was a rough. Yeah, dude, was the whole, it was not fun. You know, that was that was a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely I definitely feel you in that. Um, did you pull up the question? Um, I know you've been doing a lot because you've been, you know. I have. I do have it. So it's um. Okay. Which Joshi wrestler outside of Stardom do you think Stardom fans should go out of their way to see? Um, Mio Momono. Yeah, she's injured right now. But me a moment now. I think a more tame option and a more accessible option uh, is is obviously Miyu Yamashita of TJPW. Um, the the Mega Champ Ace is oh, is just incredible. No, <laughs> yeah, and it, she she rules. She rules. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't calling her boring. I was saying the TJPW. Yeah, it's a safe pick. But you know, if somebody's gonna get into Joshi outside of Stardom, uh, it's better to start with something accessible and. Uh, not marvelous. <laughs> what are you talking about? Marvelous is the most accessible company. I haven't been able to watch their shows in like four months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, like okay, if, if you're asking more accessible, uh, Takase is pretty accessible. Mm-hmm. I would say just because the Sendai has been posting a lot and Wave is not impossible to find. Yeah. Um, I I would say Miyuka Takase. Uh, but if if we're talking big picture, long term, uh. Oh, yeah, Mano is, is the wrestler. She's the so, best. Waiting for her to get back. Uh, I, I have two more. Um, they're both by Kiss by Inertia. Uh, I, I have, for this one, it's, is Unagi's assessor gimmick in preparation for her to become a, a the leader of a new stable um, in stardom? I think they're they're separate things entirely. Um, I think this is off, off air, but me and Alex were talking about earlier that it's like, I was talking about it to Alex. Alex doesn't necessarily agree, but uh, she kind of took the spot Ida would have had as the assessor of outsider talent because you look at Ida during the sen- the seedling um, story, and she was like um, Hanari Hana, who also unfortunately retired. We miss you, uh, Hanari Hana. I will assess you and make sure that you are, you know, I, I want to see the strongest from outside. It was like a whole thing, and that was kind of what I imagine it was leading to was. Uh, her kind of taking that whole assessor thing and being 
the the flagship for stardom to defend stardom against the new talents mm-hmm. and unagi kind of took it and made a, it more comedic because you know she just showed up and was like i am now the assessor <laughs> and it's like what 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 are you like you know um but i do think unagi takes over from tam yes yeah kozen. um if, if kozen exists by the time tam retires unagi's taking over i think that's yeah I, I, that's where i was gonna go is that um I don't see Unagi ever breaking away. She will just take Tam's spot. Like they've primed her for that since she got here. So um I don't see her breaking away and getting a push. I just see Tam stepping aside more so and uh and Unagi be the leader. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty mm-hmm. much how I see it as well. Uh Ida should have been the assessor man. I'm so sad about that. That would have been so cool. She she was like the you know she was the oh gatekeeper. That's <laughs> Ask the question. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Last question that I have is again from Kiss by Inertia. Uh, this is a this is a bit of a loaded one. If Tekla, Mirai, Mai, Momokogo, and Waka had all debuted two years ago pre-COVID, uh, where would each of them go in terms of factions, and what would they do? All right. So as a ground, uh, two years ago, we're looking at what stars, way to tie. Everybody except Kozen is switched with, uh, with TCS. Yeah. So Star. And obviously they're earlier right. iterations. So we have Stars, Away to Tai, Queen's Quest, Okja Cyber Squad. Is that it? Yes. Uh, Donna Domondo, the, the start of Donna Domondo. Although I assume it's yeah. to maybe not put them in Donna Domondo. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm still putting Tekla in D- in DDM because yeah. I feel like her and Julia are just kind of like that would, you know, Tekla would have been following Julia yes. at that point because it would be, you know, within yeah, no, months, I agree. So, uh, that would just make yeah. sense. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of hard because some of these are just like sort of you know forehead. Uh, because I think Momokogo still goes to Stars because I think she like that she's a Stars wrestler through and through. I think Waka also mm-hmm. goes to Stars. Um. I think Mirai goes to TCS. Yeah. I think TJPW Mirai goes to TCS and not mm-hmm. Stardom Mirai. You know what I mean? Like, if that makes sense to you, then yes. that makes sense to you. Uh, and then I think Mai just goes to Oedo Tai to be Saki's friend, because at that point Oedo Tai didn't really have any members. Because uh, this is post TCS, you know, explosion, so all of Oedo Tai's members were not there. So I think Mai would go to be Saki's underling. Who had just joined Oedota at that point? All so, right. Uh, yeah. For me, uh, Waka goes to Stars. Uh, Momokogo goes to Queen's Quest um, as part of their their big new era push. Um, Momokogo and Sai would yes. be a good team, like a yeah. good young team at that point. Uh, I would put Tekla in Oedota because she just fits there really well. Um, Mirai goes to DDM as usual and kind of does her excellence through pro wrestling thing. And my Sakurai goes to TCS as a... a well, I feel like TCS was really just a bunch of people pulled together by Hannah and her personality. They, they all had nothing yeah. in common, really. But Hannah was like, listen... We're all we're a family. It's fine. So I think Mai would have been a pinier in TCS, and Hannah would have been uh, the veteran who was like, "There, there, you'll be okay." So yeah, I think that's everyone. Did I get everyone? 
I think I think I would have Tackler go to TCS before I have. Uh, I was thinking to that, but it, she might be a bit too chaotic with uh, Fukigen Death, and a way to tie at that point really could have used Dude, personality, so cool. like Tekla in that. If if okay, that's true. true yeah. Would have been great. Her and Natsuko just like cackling at everybody while being cool as hell. Would have loved it. Ooh, ooh, I just got one more question coming in at the last oh hour God. from from Heim. Uh. Who do you think will take the belts off of Saya and Shuri? Um, Shuri is Julia and Saya is Kairi. Or Unagi. Well, yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Shuri to Julia. Yeah, I don't think there's any way around that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree, actually. Uh, I kind of was thinking maybe Natsupoi gets it. Gets the white belt, I mean. At some point, if they want to run that back. But or one of I think like one of DDM gets mm -hmm. the white belt maybe, but it's more likely that's Kyrie or Unagi, uh, just because of the way that things are going. So, yeah. Enough. Yeah, I think that's all. Alrighty, Let's well that more. was no, I haven't got any. Um, that was fun. That did extend it a little bit. Uh, so this is now an episode of decent length at least. Um. There is going to be a press conference tomorrow where Stardom is announcing the full cards, I believe, for Stardom World Climax. Uh, we'll talk about that next week, I guess, and just run down the card. Um, but next week I we'll be back. I love that they finally have a, a normal name for a show. They I just know, right? Took, they, they just took like the the usual name, which is Year End Climax, you know, like the, the name of their big show. Yes. And they just put the word world in it. Because Stardom World, like that, just makes sense. It's way better than Tokyo Dream, Cinderella in Summer, uh, 2018 Grand Final of the of the Super Tournament, Cinderella. Did I say Cinderella already? Cinderella. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> to be fair, it is called Stardom World Climax, the top, not and then Stardom World Climax, it. the best. So that, they that, they're just they're just stealing from fucking uh from the old days. Yes. You know how, how all of the tournaments are called either the top or the best. B tops, huh? Yeah. B -tops, and then U tops uh, was a unit. Tag league, the best. U tops, so, yeah, U tops was a tournament. Or no, it wasn't a tournament, it was a unit. Yeah. They love the words top and best. Because <laughs> tops are don't the best. Make the, don't make the. God damn it. <laughs> just on. did a whip. Just did yeah, just I, whip. I, I got that part. Just, just did a nay nay. All right. Leaving. <laughs> That's the whitest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Alex. Oh no, I can't be associated with you no more. <laughs> oh my God! Close the damn show. All right. Okay. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. Jesus fucking Christ.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. 